Okay. Okay. Back to the book. Oh, this is. Do you remember where we were? Yeah. So he he gave him power over all of the land. Gave him um, gold chain around his neck. Oh yeah. Forty three. Got him some bling. Good Mm -hmm. work. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and without thee shall no man lift up his hand or foot in all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh called Joseph's name Zapnath <laughs> Panea. Zapnath Panea. Yeah. Zapnath Panea. You know what? I wish we had an Egyptian scribe to be able to translate in true. In true dialect form for us. Oh, I can but find I'm out what chat. Far Jack. too white for this. Oh, let's go. <laughs> I'm far too European, Westernized. We are all his children, Abby. Japnath. Ha, Panea meaning. Let's go. We yeah, have the internet. See. God speaks and he lives. Is Ooh. one interpretation. Cute. That cute, is cute, cute. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Give me. One who reveals mysteries. See, that makes sense. Why Pharaoh would give him that. One to whom secrets are revealed. Yeah. Yeah, Zapnath does not admit a quite convincing explanation. The Septuagint and Hexapleric versions, however, differ so widely from the Hebrew in the first half of the name, it may have been disfigured by copyists. See, I I really think, too, that... um, It's more of like one of those things where someone's just like... Like someone gets a cat. And they're like, I'm going to name it, you know, I'm going to name it Fluff. And then a hundred years down the line, people are like, what, what is the this? meaning of Fluff? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I mean, I just gave him, I, I, he's just a ruler of the land now and he has a Hebrew name. People probably want to yeah, call was, him by an Egyptian, Egyptian name. Egyptian. So. I don't think Understandable it was that deep. I really don't think it was that deep. Other than it's probably like, you know, like dream reader or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's a cool name. It would be cool. Let's say that that's what his name was. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and he gave him to wife. Hey! Yeah. Asenath, the daughter of Potiphera, priest of On. Ooh, there's a place in Egypt Potiphera, called On. Priest of On. And Joseph went out over all the land of Egypt. And Joseph was 30 years old, all right, when he stood before Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And Joseph went out from the presence of Pharaoh and went throughout all the land of Egypt. He was, what, 17 when we started? Yeah, this, or I, th- I thought he was younger than that. I don't remember. I, I, he was definitely the lad, youngest. Right? Was yeah, that, he was a lad. That, yeah, mine said 17, Yeah, I think, if I remember. But it could okay, also he's be a cool. teenager. He's a teen, but that, how many years did he sit in prison for and then turned around and then mm-hmm. is now at 30? Oh, my gosh. Okay, wait, keep reading. It gets good. Let's go. And in the seven plenteous years, the earth brought forth by handfuls, and he gathered up all the food of the seven years, which were in the land of Egypt, and laid up the food in the cities, the food of the field, which was round about every city, laid he up in the same. And Joseph gathered corn as the sand of the sea very much until he left numbering, for it was without number. This is fascinating for me. a lot of corn. This is, yes. First of all, (laughs) a lot of corn. Yeah. Second of all. Joseph, each generation kind of fulfills this duty. I just, it reminds me of Abraham going around and making wells for everybody mm-hmm. so that they can drink. And then Isaac doing the same. They talk about uncovering wells. And now Joseph, who's clearly the chosen of his 12 brothers, he's the one who's going out. He's going can away from his father's house. Bit? Can we look back a little yeah, bit too? Tell how me. Joseph said that he was going to be higher up than all of his brothers. Oh, yeah, he said the, they're my sheaf. 
like of corn. And unto Joseph were born two sons before the years of famine came, with which Asenath, the daughter of Potipherah, priest of On, bare unto him. And Joseph called the name of the firstborn Manasseh. For God, he said, hath made me forget all my toil and all my father's house. And the name of the second called he Ephraim. For God mm. hath caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction. And the seven years of plenteousness that was in the land of Egypt were ended. And the shit, <laughs> the storm of shit began. And the seven years of dearth began to come. According yeah. as Joseph had said, and the dearth was in all lands, but in all the land of Egypt there was bread. And when all the land of Egypt was famished, the people cried to Pharaoh for bread. And Pharaoh said unto all the Egyptians, Go unto Joseph, what he saith to you, do. And the famine was over, all the face of the earth. And Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold unto the Egyptians. And the famine waxed sore in the land of Egypt. And all countries came into Egypt to Joseph for to buy corn, because that the famine was so sore in all lands. Keep going. Chapter 42. Yes. Okay, 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 okay. Now. Do you see the chapter title? Whoa. Oh, let's go. I know. Keep reading. I'm not going to spoil it for you guys. No, I know. But some shit's about to go down. <laughs> now, when jo- <clears throat> now when Jacob saw that there was corn in Egypt, Jacob said unto his sons, Why do you look one upon another? And he said, Behold, I've heard that there's corn in Egypt. Get you down thither and buy for us from thence that we may live and not die. I like living and not dying I like as well. Too. I as well, I'm here. And Joseph's ten brethren went down to buy corn in Egypt. But Benjamin, Joseph's brother, Jacob. Joseph's actual full-blooded brother, because that's his mom's last son, right? She died giving birth to him. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Jacob sent not with his brethren, for he said, lest peradventure mischief befall him. And the sons of Israel came to buy corn among those that came, for the famine was in the land of Canaan. And Joseph was the governor over the land, and he it was that sold to all the people of the land. And Joseph's brethren came and bowed themselves before him with their faces to the earth. Haven't seen them yet. And Joseph saw his brethren Oh, no. Did that just, like, hit you, what they said that they were doing? They all bowed to him. They all bowed to him. It's the sheafs. The sheafs of corn, and they made obeisance to him. And then also the stars. Yeah. They were stars as well, and they bowed. They all bowed to him. Four with their faces to the earth. And Joseph saw his brethren, and he knew them, but made himself strange unto them, and spake roughly unto them. And he said unto them, Whence come ye? (laughs) (laughs) They don't recognize him. And they said, From the land of Canaan to buy food. And Joseph knew his brethren, but they knew not him. And Joseph remembered the dreams which he dreamed of them, and said unto them, Ye are spies, to see the nakedness of the land, ye are come. And they said unto him, Nay, my lord, but to buy food are thy servants come. We are all one man's sons. We are true men, thy servants are no spies. And he said unto them, Nay, but to see the nakedness of the land you are come. And they said, Thy servants are twelve brethren, the sons of one man in the land of Canaan. And behold, the youngest is this day with our father, and one is not. And Joseph said unto them, That is it that I spake unto you, saying, Ye are spies. Hereby ye shall be proved. 
by the life of Pharaoh, ye shall not go forth hence, except your youngest brother come hither. Send one of you, and let him fetch your brother, and ye shall be kept in prison, that your words may be proved, whether they be any truth in you, or else by the life of Pharaoh, surely you are spies. And he put them all together into ward three days. <laughs> <laughs> A little satisfying, probably. And Joseph said unto them the third day, This do and live, for I fear God. If ye be true men, let one of your brethren be bound in the house of your prison. Go ye, carry corn for the famine of your houses, but bring your youngest brother unto me. So shall your words be verified, and ye shall not die. And they did so. And they said one to another, We are verily guilty concerning our brother, and that we saw the anguish of his soul when he besought us, and we would not hear. Therefore is this distress come upon us. And Reuben answered them, saying, Spake I not unto you, saying, Do not sin against the child? And ye would not hear. Therefore, behold, also his blood is required. And they knew not that Joseph understood them, for he spake unto them by an interpreter. Ooh. Oh, smart okay. boy. All right, all right. They're like, he can't speak Hebrew. Yeah, but he's speaking yo, Egyptian. But yo, let's think about that. That's so sick. He learned, like, I mean, obviously he would have had to have learned Egyptian, but mm-hmm. he spoke it so well they didn't even know he didn't speak it. That's crazy. That's yeah, awesome. great point. Yeah. And he turned himself about from them and wept and returned to them again and communed with them and took from them Simeon and bound him before their eyes. Then Joseph commanded to fill their sacks with corn and to restore every man's money into his sack and to give them provision for the way. And thus did he unto them. And they laded, they laded their asses with, cor- <laughs> with the corn and departed thence. Yeah, I've gotten so used to <laughs> Yeah, I did. Lay that ass with corn. Um, I'm so used to saying asses now. I don't even realize they it. They loaded their donkeys with their grain and departed. It was, yeah, they're donkeys. Come on, guys. Yeah. And as one of them opened his sack to give <laughs> his ass provender in the inn, he espied his money. For behold, it was in the sack's mouth. And he said unto his brethren, my money is restored. And lo, it is even in my sack. And their heart failed them. And they were afraid, saying one to another, What is this that God has done unto us? And they came unto Jacob their father, unto the land of Canaan, and told him all that befell unto them, saying, The man, who is the Lord of the land, spake roughly to us, and took us for spies of the country. And we said unto him, We are true men, we are no spies. We be twelve brethren, sons of our father. One is not, and the youngest is this day with our father in the land of Canaan. And the man, the Lord of the country, said unto us, Hereby shall I know that ye are true men. Leave one of your brethren here with me, and take food for the famine of your households, and be gone, and bring the youngest brother unto me. Then shall I know that ye are no spies, but that ye are true men. So will I deliver you your brother, and ye shall traffic in the land. And it came to pass, as they emptied their sacks, that, behold, every man's bundle of money was in his sack. And when both they and their father saw the bundles of money, they were afraid. And Jacob, their father, said unto them, Me have ye bereaved of my children. Joseph is not, and Simeon is not. And ye will take Benjamin away. All these things are against me. I, I see how they're interpreting this. Mm-hmm. They think that he's like buying him. And Reuben spake unto his father, saying, Slay my two sons, if I bring him not to thee. Deliver him into my hand, and I will bring him to thee again. And he said, My son shall not go. That's pretty, that's pretty hardcore. Yeah. My son shall not go down with you, for his brother is dead, and he is left alone. 
if mischief befall him by the way in the in the which ye go, then ye shall bring down my gray hairs with sorrow to the grave. Mm. Mine also says to Sheol, which is another form of hell. Oh, Sheol. I've heard yeah. about that. Yeah, but um, that's kind of like a deep breakdown. That could be a whole freaking conversation, but it's just more like the place where you go when you're angry and bad. He's oh. like... You're going to send me to hell, <laughs> basically. Like, he's very, he's not, it's not like a, just a, just like a to my grave. He's like, no, not just my grave. He's like, I would rather go to hell, basically. Damn. Yeah. Chapter 43. And the famine was sore in the land. And it came to pass, when they had eaten up the corn which they had brought out of Egypt, their father said unto them, Go again, buy us a little food. And Judah spake unto him, saying, the man did solemnly protest unto us, saying, Ye shall not see my face, except your brother be with you. If thou wilt send our brother with us, we will go down and buy thee food. But if thou wilt not send him, we will not go down. For the man said unto us, Ye shall not see my face, except your brother be with you. For the last time, damn it. And Israel said, Wherefore dealt ye so ill with me, as to tell the man whether you had yet a brother? And they said, The man asked us straightly of our state. And of our kindred, saying, Is your father yet alive? Have ye another brother? And we told him according to the tenor of these words. Could we certainly know that he would say, Bring your brother down? And Judah said unto Israel his father, Send the lad with me, and we will arise and go, that we may live and not die, both we and thou, and also our little ones. I will be surety for him, of my hand shalt thou require him. If I bring him not unto thee, and set him before thee, then let me bear the blame forever. For except we had lingered, surely now we had returned the second time. And their father Israel said unto them, If it must be so now, do this. Take one of the best fruits in the land in your vessels, and carry down the man a present, a little balm and a little honey, spices and myrrh, nuts and almonds. I want that stuff. I know. And take double money in your hand. Double money. Mm. And the money that was brought again in the mouth of your sacks, carry it again in your hand. Peradventure, it was an oversight. <laughs> so I don't know if that money was their money. I think that um, mm. I'm pretty sure that it was. So I think that it was planted on them because Joseph was trying to call them spies, right? Mm. And like thieves, basically. Like you're trying to come and, and steal what we don't have out of this land. Um, and they're like, no, we just came here for grain. We're not trying to steal. Uh, but so he's, I'm pretty them. sure that that's, I think he's setting them up a little bit. Yeah. Interesting. But we'll see. I might, I could be wrong, uh, but that's just an, that's just an interpretation at this point. But I'm, we're going to see. We're going to see. Yeah. Let's keep going. Take also your brother and arise. Go again unto the man. And God Almighty, give you mercy before the man that he may send away your other brother and Benjamin. If I be bereaved of my children, I am bereaved. What does that say for NIV? It says the same thing. As for me, if I am bereaved of my children, I am bereaved. Damn. I think he's going to be bereaved. Oh, hopefully I not. Guess we're going to see. Yeah. And the men took that present, and they took double money in their hand, and Benjamin, and rose up and went down to Egypt and stood before Joseph. Dun, dun, dun. I like that they skipped the whole journey there. Thank when, you. Yeah. <laughs> And when Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the ruler of his house, Bring these men home, and slay, and make ready, for these men shall dine with me at noon. 
Hmm. Slaughter an animal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just slay. Slaughter an Yeah, I was like, they slay Fucking one of the slay? people. No, one of them, the but animal. got just got dressed with makeup and was looking really great. <laughs> you said slay. Yeah, go into the house and just slay it. Uh, okay. <laughs> Drag show. Let's Up go. to your interpretation. No. <laughs> <laughs> they were eating a, a, a fine feast huh? yes. they, were, they were having, yes. And the man did as Joseph bade, and the man brought the man into Joseph's house. And the men were afraid, because they were brought into Joseph's house, and they said, because of the money that was returned in our sacks at the first time are we brought in, that he may seek occasion against us and fall upon us mm-hmm. and take us for bondmen and our asses. Mm-hmm. He wants our, our asses. <laughs> they and need they, them. They're healthy. They are. There's a famine. Yeah, they had a lot of corn. And they came near to the steward of Joseph's house, and they communed with him at the door of the house and said, oh, there's, a, there's a thing with, with, like, being upon entrances of houses. Yeah. So it's just yeah, crazy I mean, it's shit. Very, it's very, People standing on the threshold of stuff. It, it's very symbolic. Yeah. Um, even in Passover in um, Exodus, which you're going to get to very, mm. coming up here soon. Um they, whenever it's Passover and Spirit of God goes over all of the houses, they put, they sweep lamb's blood over the threshold of their door. Yeah, and right. And if the Spirit sees the blood at the door front, he passes over their house and doesn't mess with them. Yeah, and when um, Abraham was hanging out in the threshold of his tent, he was like mm-hmm. si- sitting in the entrance and then yeah. the, the three angels show up. Also, in marriage you're supposed to carry your wife through the threshold of the door oh. very interesting maybe some parallels in here maybe i'm sure it's a it's something taking to the wedding bed kind of thing well all that i've seen is that they they let them walk after they're through the door it's like oh, okay there you go <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we're a little more civilized now yeah 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 Yeah, that's uh i'm gonna look that up yeah that's <laughs> i'm really interested yeah. now uh where, where are we um so they they um they've just Opened the door. They went up to the steward of of Joseph's house and spoke with him at the door. Uh, Verse 20. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And said, Oh, sir, meet with them at the door of the house. Yes. And said, Oh, sir, we came indeed down at the first time to buy food. And it came to pass when we came to the inn that we opened our sacks. And behold, every man's money was in the mouth of his sack, our money in full weight. And we have brought it again in our hand. And other money we have brought down in our hands to buy food. We cannot tell you who put our money in our sacks. And he said, Peace be to you. Fear not. Your God and the God of your father hath given you you treasure in your sacks. I had your money. And he brought Simeon out unto them. Hmm. And the man brought the men into Joseph's house and gave them water. And they washed their feet and he gave their asses provender. And they made ready the present against Joseph came at noon, and they heard that they should eat bread there. And when Joseph came home, they brought him the present which was in their hand into the house, and bowed themselves to him to the earth. And he asked them of their welfare, and said, Is your father well? The old man of whom ye spake, is he yet alive? And they answered, Thy servant our father is in good health, he is yet alive. And they bowed down their heads and made obeisance. And he lifted up his eyes and saw his brother Benjamin, his mother's son, and said, Is this your younger brother, of whom of whom you spake unto me? And he said, God be gracious unto thee, my son. And Joseph made haste, 
for his bowels did yearn upon his brother. I want the NIV for that. It says his compassion grew warm for his brother, and he hmm. sought a place to weep. And he sought where to weep, and he entered into his chamber and wept there. Aw. Because he probably looks just like him, you know? Yeah, he looks closest to him. Yeah. And he washed his face and went out and mm. refrained himself and said, Set on bread. And they set on for him by himself, and for them by themselves, and for the Egyptians which did eat with him by themselves. Because the Egyptians might not eat bread with the Hebrews, for that is an abomination unto the Egyptians. Right, because they're higher up. Right. They're real classist. I will say, too, that um, most Jews in Egyptian culture right about now are being used to, like, build Egypt, basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's some wild shit. Yeah. Jews have really had it rough the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Got a real the rough uh, deal, huh? entire time. Like, they've never caught a break. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I was going to say Jesus Christ, but that's just too on the nose. (laughs) And they sat before him, the firstborn according to his birthright, and the youngest according to his youth. And the men marveled, one at another. And he took and sent messes unto them from before him. But Benjamin's mess was five times so much as any of theirs. And they drank and were merry with him. Chapter 44. And he commanded the steward of his house, saying, Fill the men's sacks with food, as much as they can carry, and put every man's money in his sack's mouth, and put my cup, the silver cup, in the sack's mouth of the youngest, and his corn money. And he did according to the word that Joseph had spoken. As soon as the morning was light, the men were sent away, they and their asses. And when they were gone out of the city, and not yet far off, Joseph said unto a steward, Up, follow after the men. And when thou dost overtake them, say unto them, Wherefore have ye rewarded evil for good? Is not this it in which my Lord drinketh, and whereby indeed he divineth? Ye have done evil in so doing. And he overtook them, and he spake unto them these same words. Why is he, make, why is he making this drama? And they said unto him, Wherefore saith my Lord these words? God forbid that thy servants should do according to this thing. Behold the money which we found in our sacks' mouths, we brought again unto thee out of the land of Canaan. How then should we steal out of thy Lord's house silver or gold? With whomsoever of thy servants it be found, both let him die. And we also will be my Lord's bondsmen. And he said, Now also let it be according unto your words. He with whom it is found shall be my servant, and ye shall be blameless. Then They speedily took down every man his sack to the ground, and opened every man his sack. And he searched and began at the eldest, and left at the youngest, and the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. Then they rent their clothes, and laid it every man his ass, and returned to the city. And Judah and his brethren came to Joseph's house, for he was yet there, and they fell before him on the ground. And Joseph said unto them, What deed is this that ye have done? Wot ye not that such a man as I can certainly divine? Wot is another way of saying no. Like you knew not, I wot not. Yeah, do you do you not know that a man like me can indeed practice divination? <laughs> I can indeed say. practice divination. Yeah. And Judah said, What shall we say unto my Lord? What shall we speak? Or how shall we clear ourselves? God God hath found out the iniquity of thy servants. 
Behold, we are my Lord's servants, both we and he also with whom the cup is found. And he said, God forbid that I should do so, but the man in whose hand the cup is found, he shall be my servant. And as for you, get you up in peace unto your father. Then Judah came near unto him and said, O my Lord, let thy servant, I pray thee, speak a word in my Lord's ears, and let not thine anger burn against thy servant, for thou art even as Pharaoh. My Lord asked his servants, saying, Have ye a father or a brother? And we said unto my Lord, We have a father, an old man, and a child of his old age, a little one, and his brother is dead, and he alone is left of his mother, and his father loveth him. And thou saidest unto thy servants, Bring him down unto me, that I may set mine eyes upon him. And we said unto my Lord, The lad cannot leave his father, for if he should leave his father, his father would die. And thou saidest unto thy servants, Except your younger brother come down with you, ye shall see my face no more. And it came to pass, when we came up to thy servant my father, we told him the words of my Lord. And our father said, Go again and buy us a little food. And we said, We cannot go down. If our younger brother be with us, then we will go down. For we may not see the man's face, except our younger brother be with us. And thy servant my father said unto us, Ye know that my wife bare me two sons. And the one went out from me, and I said, Surely he is torn in pieces, and I saw him not since. If ye take this also from me, and mischief befall him, ye shall bring me down my gray hairs with sorrow to the grave. Now therefore, when I come to thy servant my father, and the lad be not with us, seeing that his life is bound up in the, lad, in the lad's life. It shall come to pass, when he seeth that the lad is not with us, that he will die. And thy servants shall bring down gr- the gray hairs of thy servant, our father, with sorrow to the grave. Now he's all caught up. Yeah. For thy servant became surety for the lad unto my father, saying, If I bring him not unto thee, then I shall bear the blame to my father forever. Now therefore, I pray thee, Let thy servant abide, instead of the lad, a bondman to my Lord, and let the lad go up with his brethren. For how shall I go up to my father, and the lad not be with me? And the lad be not with me, lest peradventure I see the evil that shall come on my father. Okay, this is insane. Because that this is the this is the brother Israel speaking. To Joseph. I'm freaking me, not Israel, Judah. This is Judah speaking. This is Judah speaking. Judah is the one who came up with the idea to Mm -hmm. send Joseph into slavery. So he is telling Joseph, if I don't bring my brother back, my dad is going to, it's going to break my dad's heart. Mm -hmm. I can't do that. Take me instead. When he was the one who, he did that the first time around. You can see Judah has gotten a little bit more wise with his years mm-hmm. and has yeah. grown into his role you know, as I don't a, like a killing my brothers brother. anymore. Yeah. Well, how Which is, is Joseph going to react? Chapter 45. Yo, this is it. Then Joseph could not refrain himself before all them that stood by him. And he cried, cause every man to go out from me. And there stood no man with him while Joseph made himself known unto his brethren. And he wept aloud. And the Egyptians And the house of Pharaoh heard. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I am Joseph. Doth my father yet live? And his brethren could not answer him, for they were troubled at his presence. And Joseph said unto his brethren, Come near to me, I pray you. 
and they came near. And he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom ye sold into Egypt. Now, therefore, be not grieved nor angry with yourselves that ye sold me hither. For God did send me before you to preserve life. Mm. That's nice. Mm. For these two years hath the famine been in the land, and yet there are five years in the which there shall neither be earing nor harvest. And God sent me before you to preserve you a posterity in the earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. You know, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. It's like sacrifice a, little, a few years, that's fine. But they sent, it, it could be said that God has sent the one person who could convince Pharaoh mm-hmm. of this, see it coming, mm-hmm. and then devise a plan. He devised a plan to not to only save, save everyone. Egypt, the entirety of Egypt, but also his entire family. His own family put in priority to keep healthy the lineage that's still left to come from this family. Yeah, right. That's right. Yep. That's crazy. Yep. So now it was it's not all you. Part of the plan. Yeah, all right. All part of the plan. This is the so. What's been fascinating for me about this is seeing the you plan. Ta- yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to say you this this same feeling that you feel of like full freaking circle yeah right very cathartic you can still talk to you can talk to an old person on the side of the road and get this same feeling because it is still so active (laughs) (laughs) you're saying the the lives of people everyone not so these these stories don't solely pertain to the bible like they these stories of redemption and full circle and everything coming back and these things that you thought were happening for no reason coming back and being like slapping you in the face like this is why this needed to happen. This is why this did this. Then this happened that. And all these things, people still experience that. You you like go through a bad something and then like t- five years later, you realize you needed to have that experience in order to handle another experience so much greater and get something out of it, Yeah, you know, and find a reward in your situation. So, um, yeah, it's just cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely happened in my life where I'm like, oh, I'm glad that this happened because I learned so much of yeah. it. As long as I don't have to live it again. <laughs> right. I'm sure he doesn't want to be like, I want to spend 12, 12 more years in prison. Let's go. So now it was not you that sent me hither, but God. And he hath made me a father to Pharaoh and Lord over all his house and a ruler throughout all the land of Egypt. Haste ye and go up to my father and say unto him, Thus saith thy son Joseph, God hath made me Lord of all of Egypt. Come down unto me, tarry not. And thou shalt dwell in the land of Goshen, and thou shalt be near unto me, thou and thy children, and thy children's children, and thy flocks, and thy herds, and all that thou hast. And there will I nourish thee, for yet there are five years of famine, lest thou and thy household and all that thou hast come to poverty." And behold, your eyes see, and the eyes of my brother Benjamin, that it is my mouth that speaketh unto you. And ye shall tell my father of all my glory in Egypt, and of all that ye have seen. And ye shall haste and bring down my father hither. And he fell upon his brother Benjamin's neck and wept. And Benjamin wept upon his neck. Moreover, he kissed all his brethren and wept upon them. And after that, his brethren talked with him. 
That's nice. I know. It's the family reconciliation. I know. It's so real. Have you have you listened to the previous episodes? Because this has been a continuing theme. Like what? when um, uh, Laban is chasing uh, Isaac, I think. Or no. I didn't listen to that. Isaac, when, uh, when he's chasing Jacob and then yeah, um, right. they finally come to an agreement. Yeah. And then he kisses all of his children and mm-hmm. his grandchildren and mm-hmm. then departs. And then there's yeah. a, another one when Jacob meets up with um, Esau again mm-hmm. after years and he's dreading it and he's freaking out. Yeah. Then he wrestles with so an the angel funeral? in the middle of the night. Um, no, to because uh, they're just passing through after oh, the whole no, Laban right, incident, right, 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 and they meet each other for the first time, and he sends them all this cattle, and yeah. then he's like, "Why'd you send me that?" It's like, "Yo, we're bros." Yeah. And then they cry and hug yeah. each other. And I'm like, "Oh man." Yeah. The family stuff gets me. I, I don't know. know why. No, because it's 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 real. <laughs> it's so real. Yeah. And that's what I also love about this is that. Obviously, like Krishna and, and, you know, all these, all these people are like the, the way that the earth is like riding on the back of a, of a turtle. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. These are very like abstract concepts. I don't know. I can't. I would you know, love you know what I mean? to be on the back of a giant turtle. I like turtles. Right. But like personally. also like we know, <laughs> we know that we're not riding on the back of a giant turtle. Like we know we're, we have space and we have solar systems, like satellites mm-hmm. that are like, we know that. But well, what if there's a huge cute. turtle that we can't see? Right, the right. Even bigger. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about that one. That would be great, though. I think it is a fun concept. I think your God would love to have everything be on the back of a turtle anyway. Just yeah. to be like, yeah, turtle <laughs> is my like, idea. You know what? They were close. Yeah. I just, and I liked <laughs> they were it. so close. They were so close. <laughs> I liked it, though. So I just went ahead and I did add a little spice to the end. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. This is when Mike and Abby got very off track. Do you know about the ice wall? (laughs) What, like Ice Age? No, the ice wall. Mm, They have these things inside the compound that are called happy lights because it's just basically UV lights. They make them sit under it. They'll go crazy. For real. For real, for real. For real. For real. (laughs) For real. Okay, let's see where we're at. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll round out the chapter. And the fame thereof was heard in Pharaoh's house, saying, Joseph's brethren are come, and it pleased Pharaoh well, and his servants. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, Say unto thy brethren, This do ye, lead your beasts, and go, get you unto the land of Canaan, and take your father and your households, and come unto me, and I will give you the good of the land of Egypt, and ye shall eat the fat of the land. Now thou art commanded, this do ye. Take you wagons out of the land of Egypt for your little ones and for your wives, and bring your father and come. Also regard not your stuff, for the good of all the land of Egypt is yours. Wow. Mm. Wow. Yeah, it's fucking express ticket. Yeah. For He's this like, family. your clothes, all your things, like, I'll give you better stuff. Yeah. Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> and the children of Israel did so, and Joseph gave them wagons according to the commandment of Pharaoh and gave them prop provision for the way. I'm used to saying provender now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. To all of them, he gave each man changes of raiment. But to Benjamin, he gave 300 pieces of silver and five changes of raiment. Mm. And to his father, he sent after this manner, 10 asses laden with the good things of Egypt, and 10 she-asses, yeah, mm-hmm. equality, laden with corn and bread and meat for his father, by the way. So he sent his brethren away. And they departed, and he said unto them, See that ye fall not out by the way. 
Do they, not quarrel on the way. Yeah. Don't fight, guys. Fall out. Yeah, yeah. don't fight you on the way, fall please. fall not out. Fall not out, boy. And they went up out of Egypt and came into the land of Canaan unto Jacob their father mm-hmm. and told him, saying, Joseph is yet alive, and he is governor over all the land of Egypt. And Jacob's heart fainted, for he believed them not. <laughs> and they told him all the words of Joseph, which he had said unto them. And when he saw the wagons with Joseph, which Joseph had sent to carry him, the spirit of Jacob, their father, revived. And Israel said, It is enough. Joseph, my son, is yet alive. I will go and see him before I die. Beautiful. Beautiful. With this, we end the reading for today. Yeah. Damn. So, uh, what are your thoughts? Oh, I this? love give this it to story. Me. I love this. You story. insisted that you be here to tell. I, this I love story. this one. I love Moses' story. There's so Esther's story. Literally, there's so mm-hmm. many amazing, amazing, like just like groundbreaking stories. Yeah, it's just awesome. And I just love redemption and I love full circle and I love turmoil being sanctified or like like mm. cleansed. Just like completely, for utterly forgiven. This Everything. house is clear. It's just so good. And you know what? Like I was, I was talking about how I was like, I'm sure that that probably hurt his feelings hearing him talk about his youngest brother like that. But now after reading it, I really think that like he had to go off and cry because he was just like, Finally, like they find, like he really mm-hmm. didn't care if they treated him poorly. It was more just like it more so hurts that he felt like they didn't have the capacity to love him. Mm-hmm. And now he understands he can see that, they do. that they do have that capacity and it makes him happy. That they regret their actions. Oh, well, and they did. They said it to him. They're like, well, they lied to him about it. They said that he had died when they know they sold him. They probably assumed he was dead probably mm-hmm. up until that At point. At this but. point, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I mean, can't really tell people another story when you've been telling your dad this story right, for fucking right. 20 years. Yeah, so... <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just crazy because also in the midst... Like, that's his origin story, but he has like a middle story where like he lived in Egypt and he was like working his way up and then gets cut down by a lady who cries rape and then goes to prison for years and years for nothing but then it has a gift of interpretation and interpretation and and reading dreams and understanding the meaning of the messages that are being like granted to these people that they don't understand themselves you know Mm -hmm. so um and he's able to take that and make something of himself which is Another thing, it's like if he if he didn't have that, like where would he be? You know, it's like that's a gift that he needed in order to survive. Mm-hmm. It put him in the room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whenever I have to read um, for an episode, I always have to look at it in the context of Absolutely. the rest of the Bible because that's what this experience has been for me, and yeah. it's all still relatively mm-hmm. fresh as we go through. Mm-hmm. So, following the plot, yes, Adam and Eve. Yes. fall yes and we get through all these generations mm-hmm. till we get it becomes about generations one and two but about righteous men mm-hmm. um righteous people mm-hmm. who like starting with um uh not moses noah mm-hmm. starting with noah and then we get to abram and sarai mm-hmm. and then 
his sons were getting into his son's son, Jacob. And I'm thinking, and now Jacob's children, now Joseph. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what is the lesson? Mm -hmm. And it's always the same lesson, just told a myriad different ways. And this is just one book. So, So what's really blowing my mind about this is that because it's a genealogy, it's one lesson that's being told throughout several generations. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all the same. The lesson is <laughs> God has a plan. Mm-hmm. Don't wrest it from him because yeah. whatever you do is probably just going to make things worse. Right. But also there's this element of, which was interesting in Joseph's case, he didn't really have a choice. But we're we're seeing as we get, it's, it's like as each person finishes their life journey, we get to a new stage. It's like a new level. Like you're now at level eight. Yeah, right. You know, and like, so certain things are happening, but it's like with variations, like Galaga, you know? Yeah. How it's like, now there's 17 squiggly guys and a scorpion guy. Yeah. Like, holy shit, the, you right. know, it's changing. But, um, and so, so with him, there's the Abrahamic parallels of leaving your father's house mm-hmm. and then finding your own. Finding your wife. Yeah, your wife yeah, and your way on, outside yeah. of the land of Canaan. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then returning Extended. with yep. to bring wealth. But we're seeing that uh, for Abraham, it was like he was a great rich man in the land, yeah. generally. Right. And now they're getting greater and greater and greater. Now Joseph has become basically the, the pharaoh. Second, right hand of pharaoh, of yeah. Egypt. Mm-hmm. And so we're talking about Egypt and the surrounding land. And Egypt was a freaking empire. empire. Like, yeah, so, so the whole fertile Egypt, crescent like, that we're looking at. Like, Obviously, I've grown up reading this story, and as an adult, obviously, I've taken it much deeper than I took it as a child. Um, For real, learning about Egyptian culture, Mm -hmm. Jesus' lineage stems from pharaohs. You you need to study these other cultures. You need to understand them. Yeah, I think it's pretty necessary. it is 100% necessary in order to understand the gravity of what is going on. Um, Spoiler alert. Moses is going to be raised as a pharaoh's son, okay? Mm-hmm. So to understand Egyptian culture and I saw the Ten lineages of <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So understanding Heston. how serious they take it. Yeah. Being what that means for him to have been raised in that culture has so much of an impact on how you're going to take his story and his understand you know, his that's reactions. That's a really good that's a really good point, which was leading into what I was trying to say yeah. before, which was that now he's the, uh, basically as the pharaoh, as uh, almost mm-hmm. like de facto ruler of an empire, mm-hmm. the amount of good he's able to do is huge. It mm-hmm. goes from like one guy making a few wells for a few people throughout mm-hmm. like a certain area of land. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, everybody can drink and everybody's prosperous mm-hmm. and good to saving like an empire right. from famine. Right. Now we get to Moses. Right. It's so intertwined with everything. You know, so it's it's so important that you're doing that and that you're understanding mm. other contexts and other cultures and other other like ways of life and processes of, you know. Well, the other thing that I'm trying to do is and- is just um, try to read it as one complete work because it's clear that it's been written sort of backwards and forwards. Like that mm. the things here mm-hmm. are being they things in the beginning refer to things that I haven't seen yet and 
things at the end, you know, they're tossing mm-hmm. it back and forth. If you've More seen so the, the infographic. Well, yeah, when you get through the Old Testament, the New Testament will, will mainly refer back to Old Testament things so you'll know yeah. what you're reading about. There's but yeah. that, like, cross. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody made a diagram where it shows everything that is referenced by another passage in the Bible, and it's that yeah. crisscross colored, like, oh, rainbow of references. Yeah, so it's, it's probably like, insane. this has been, like, so this is, so in, in its own way, because it's funny because on the face of it, there's like, you take these human moments and it feels almost right. unextraordinary, but then you see the scope of it and like right. the story of these generations and these people and the story of everything that's covered in the Bible. It's basically the closest you can get to being God. Like you, It's yeah. like you hold all of it in your hand. You hold all of these lives and you hold all of these things and you just have this omniscient view of it. There's something about this book. There's such wisdom in it mm-hmm. and it was made... It's just the the paradox the the paradox of it being so mm-hmm. straightforward and like we're talking about to get to song that songs. like Laban That's fucking crazy. smells yeah. one day and I hate fucking working yeah. in this field to like humanity's redemption and mm-hmm. the fact that this can do that it's mm-hmm. it, it seems to be the most human book that I've ever read. Mm-hmm. So that's just you know? that's very fascinating to me. Yeah. Its ability to hell even remain relevant mm-hmm. this far along. Right. I guess yeah, it shows I agree as well human nature. Yeah. And how consistent it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fucking wild. Hey, um, thanks for going on this small yes. part of the journey with me. Definitely no, cleared out a lot. Sure. Yeah. We're we tried bringing for Genesis a to a close. <laughs> yeah. I'm, this is going to be a real bitch day. I know. I'm so sorry. If you thought last time was bad, <laughs> it's like, it's so much worse. No, I'm going to, I'm going to get this done for oh. sure. Well, Abby, Thank you for being on the Non-Believer Bible Club. Thank you for bringing having a little me. belief. Bring a little belief. <laughs> yeah, just a little, just a little perspective. You know, I like it a lot. I really enjoy it, and a lot of my believer friends even listen to it. So that's interesting oh, that's too. Yeah, yeah, they'll be I think excited cool. to hear you, huh? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, they yeah, but I think it's just everyone. <laughs> They've met everyone me. that I've talked they to that me. have been that are believers already. Um, really respect it. Like they really hmm. like they. You go into it fearing that it's gonna be. Is it like sacrilegious? Like what is going on? Like is he, like you know yeah. what I mean? Are you like poking fun? Is he like? Because mm, I'm like well, oh, no, always, but, well, but not in no, important but, ways. No, 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 no. I was just like, no. He's such a funny guy. He's super witty. Like, and he's so oh, smart nice. that you really do go deep into how I enjoy reading the Bible, yeah. which is... Well, the work merits it. So. Right. I, I enjoy expository methods of understanding things. So it, it, breaking it down, diving deep, that is important to me. And so, and that's how I, that's how I choose to read the Bible because um, you, you could sit in a Baptist church and they have a, a moral that they want to share and then they pick some verses out and they pop it up and then they give you a good little sermon and then you're on your way. But, um, I just, you don't, I don't really get, feel fed <laughs> that <laughs> way, you know? Um, and so I really like to, the, the story, the stories in and of themselves are enough to learn about anything. There's so much. Mm-hmm. You're, how far are you in this book and how much have yeah. you taken away already? It's pretty wild. You have so much more to go, to learn and to experience and to go through. And I'm really, really excited for you. Um, just because, like, I just I, – I have so many stories in here that I really love and they mean a lot to me. So you with fresh eyes and never have heard this before, it's just like, ooh, I'm just like, yay, it's so cute. <laughs> I love it. I love these stories. Um, 
And I don't think anyone, and I've never heard of a podcast that also has just sat and read through the Bible either. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's a very, very large task you're trying to tackle here, but I appreciate you for doing it. And I think that other people will too. So I think it's going to be good. That was Abigail Glover and the story of Joseph, all in one short, easy to digest episode. I have to thank Abby again for coming on my show. Me having no real plan to integrate or just read the Bible and blab. So I thank her for her time and her kind words. Definitely going to have some more people on the show. More believers. Maybe some non-believers. But until then, I'll be back next week with a brand new episode, solo style. Hope you all enjoyed. I'll see you next time, my creeping things. Adios. Adios.